0: Welcome to Rise Leaders Radio. I'm your host, Leanne Mallory. As a leadership coach, I work inside organizations and I focus on helping leaders achieve their whole person potential and meaningfully contribute to their organization's mission. With this podcast, I share leadership best practices, developmental approaches, and stories of exemplary leaders. Hello there. Today's episode is about acknowledging the value we bring and owning it. When we're able to own our value, we're more likely to bring positive contributions to work, life, our communities, to whatever and whatever we care about. It's a powerful feeling to be certain about what we care about and to be willing to take action, to put ourselves out there in service of that. As we move through life, there are times when we will need to advocate for ourselves to have our voice heard, to be promoted, paid more, and to get a seat at the table. Many of us were raised to believe that it's rude to promote ourselves. That's bragging or arrogant would be too big for our bridges. And this phenomena gets exaggerated if we're female, and especially if we are a woman of color. This episode also has a guide associated with it. I will provide a link in the show notes. Neither the guide nor the episode are intended to be exhaustive. Hey, we're spending about 15 minutes here. This exploration has an emotional context if you get serious about it. I think it's worth our time and energy to do work that increases our feeling of power and authenticity. So if you feel like you're doing some emotional excavation, I encourage you to hang in there. I'll go through eight elements during the episode today. This isn't a linear process. I say start anywhere and go everywhere. Here we go. First, know what you stand for. Your ability to show up authentically and powerfully begins with knowing what you care about, what you're committed to. There are four elements that I see to your stand. First is your values. These values guide your decisions, your actions, and your priorities. Have clarity around your vision. That's the future that you're committed to bringing about. This can be a personal or professional vision. It can be short-term or long-term. Your ideals. There's a strong relation to values here and they can be slightly different. So you can leave this part out or you can get really clear too, about what is it in the world that you care about, that you would be willing to put action behind. And finally, your sense of purpose or your why is really important. Knowing what we stand for keeps us in our lane, focused on what we care about rather than pursuing what others are striving for. I'm reminded of the Talking Heads lyric, You may ask yourself, how did I get here? We don't want that. Stay in your lane, stay focused. I recommend revisiting your stand at least yearly as a good reminder or a good touch point. Number two, know your strengths and your passions. We each have strengths and we express them uniquely. Now you may already have a good sense of what your strengths are, your talents, your skills, the things that you love doing. If you don't, I recommend two assessments. The first is a very popular online assessment called the Clifton Strengths. And another one is the TILT 365. Again, I'll have both of those in the show notes for you. Several times a year, I'll actually pull my reports out. And every single time I gain new insights about how my unique contribution of strengths are or can serve me in my positive contribution. Again, I recommend this, looking at your strengths uh, reports annually. Also pay attention to what lights you up. What do you love doing? What are you most likely to be doing when you lose track of time? What can't you not do? So that's your strengths and your passions. Number three, create a defining moments map. Now I used to call this peaks and valley, but I believe that defining moments is actually a better term for this. Trudy Bourgeois talked about this in episode 19, and she describes it as her most important value realization tool. You want to list your 10 most defining moments be sure that you're listing ones that you would consider highs and lows because it's actually the lows that give us our stickiest learning. When you look at this defining moments map, include what was happening, where you were, what you learned, and what you still have with you today because that happened. Number four, appreciate your role and how you fill it especially if you work in an organization. Organizations create roles because they are needed in order to execute agreements they have made with their customers are or stakeholders. If you're serving in one of those roles, you're filling a need. So the job itself provides value. And if you're doing the job well, you're providing value as well. There's a strong relationship here too between appreciating your role and how you fill it and your strengths because how you are in that role is unique to how anybody else can fulfill it number five register your value track your contributions these are quote receipts of your good work i do this daily in my journal to remind myself that i spent my time well and so I can articulate the deliverables that I'm working on with clients. I've also created a whole separate guide for registering value as an ongoing practice. It helps you observe the value that you bring and you formally note it. I think this is a great tool to use with teams as well. The more value that you and your team create, the more you talk about it, the more you're likely to kick off a virtuous cycle of bringing value over and over again. Number six, practice speaking your value. Now this is an assignment that I've given to several female leaders who are uncomfortable talking about their accomplishments. The first thing that I suggest that you do is get a committed listener or a buddy, a partner, someone who is committed to helping you fulfill your potential, schedule regular meetings with them and practice telling them about your accomplishments. Now, this is a great practice to do with someone where you're each sharing your accomplishments. I I actually had a client do this and she and her sister would get on the phone weekly and they actually included this as part of their weekly check-ins. Another thing to add to this practice is even getting feedback. So often we often don't see the value that we're providing. You can ask other people to share with you what value they see that you provide. Now to go along with speaking your value is to practice embodying your value. Embodying your value means that you feel it at your core and others also feel it and see it in your presence. Speaking your value is reflected in how you comport yourself. So you wanna be relaxed and alert with your weight low in your body. You'll have your breath deep, so deep that you can feel it in your low belly. You'll extend vertically into your length from head to toes. You wanna bring your shoulders wide and roll them gently back and keep your eyes soft with your jaws and your mouth relaxed. Again, this is a great practice to get feedback on. Basically what we're doing with six and seven, practicing speaking and embodying your value. So you wanna be getting feedback on, are you believable? When someone hears you and sees you as you're talking about your accomplishments, Are you showing up as confident? Do you feel comfortable in your skin? The more you do this, the more reps you get in, just like anything else, you'll get better at it. And finally, bring your value. Nothing speaks louder than results. So you want to show up, speak up, create, deliver, and make things better. Do what you say you will do and be generous, kind, and empathetic. Here's a Trudyism for you. This is Trudy Bourgeois from episode 19. She says, you can't show up raggedy, button up. You can't be a C player and be loud. You have got to bring your A game. I want to acknowledge that if you are experiencing bias, in your organization or with your peers or with your manager that doesn't allow for your accomplishments to be acknowledged, be willing to make a different choice. And by that I mean, be willing to take your talents and gifts elsewhere. If you stay in an organization that is unwilling to hear you or see you, you will lose your voice, you will become small, and over time you will deliver less and less value because of that. So there you have it. Here they are again. Know what you stand for, know your strengths and passions, create a defining moments map so that you know what has shaped you, Appreciate your role and how you fill it. Register your value. Practice speaking your value. Practice embodying your value. And then bring your value. If showing up with more authenticity and power is something you want to work on, this is a good start. I recommend printing off the guide and keeping it where you'll look at it regularly. Go through these elements together with a colleague remember that you can start anywhere. Begin wherever you feel you can get the most leverage. Another great use for this tool is for mentoring and coaching someone that you have taken under your wing. Use the guide as a reference tool and move through the elements that seem the most relevant. Go print the guide, find a learning partner or committed listener, and get started. Good luck! If you like what you heard today, subscribe to Rise Leaders Radio on your preferred podcast platform. Your ratings, reviews, and shares are also really appreciated. You can also visit rise-leaders.com for all the resources we talked about today and to work with me if you're committed to making your unique and positive impact. Thank you for listening and remember, elevate your part of the world.